Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From two different glory holes, ass to ass. <laughs> little Requiem for a Dream reference for those of you living in a dystopian oh, nightmarish future. That's actually like an uplifting movie now. <laughs> I know. I I watch when I watch when I watch Requiem for a Dream. It's not even a fucking dark comedy oh, anymore. God, the whole time like, I showed that to my yeah. five year old and he fell asleep. The whole time everybody comes near each other. I'm like social distance, people. Social distance. You can't go ass to ass. Social distance. <laughs> it's a six foot long double ended. It's that's the thing. The problem is it's, it's like, exactly six feet. So you're just like oh, it's like a fire hose. Man, it's like on both ends. <laughs> One point, somebody's flipping through the air because nobody's holding on to it. Uh, amazing. <laughs> this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome mat. This is episode 519 of cognitive dissonance, and uh, you know we got we got to talk a little bit. Okay, Cecil. we got to talk. I talk to the audience. Got to talk to each other. This has been tough. Like, let's just call this shit for what it is. Like, this pandemic has been rough. It's been rough on people for a lot of different as reasons. As far as pandemics go, it's it's not great. Yeah, not. Yeah, great. I gotta go zero yeah, out of ten. Zero out of ten. What, not yeah. pandemic. Can again. I just say zero out of ten for twenty twenty in general? Twenty <laughs> twenty. I, I literally today. We bought Dumpster Fire 2020 yeah, t-shirts I don't blame because me. it's just like, I don't blame you. fuck yeah. this year, fuck it start to fuck finish, it, hey. fuck it end to 100%. end, fuck it sideways, 100%. fuck it rough. Because the, the next eight bad. months, the next eight months have got to catapult us into billionairehood or something like that's what's going right. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only way to salvage 2020 would be to just like wake up like swimming in a sea of lottery yeah, exactly. Just like Manners. Scrooge McDuck. Lottery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way 2020 goes, you get a fucking Scrooge McDuck vault of loser ass lottery tickets. <laughs> Just paper cuts all the way down. Oh, the worst. So it's been tough. And a lot of people, you know, are, are exhausted and I don't blame them. You know, they're exhausted by the, the anxiety, by the sort of unrelenting lack of cheerfulness that has defined all of 2020 so far. So what we thought we would do is is change things up a little bit for the show and talk about some stories that are just, they're not really all that skeptical. They're not really all that political. They're not the usual fanfare of outrage yeah. that we, you know, like, let's just have some let's fun. Let's have some fun. I think, I think we need to have a little fun. Since. I think that's a good call. So let's have a little it's bit of It's a good of call. Fun. And I think, you know, it, it's funny because 
most of the time when it comes to news, I am sort of ravenously devouring whatever's out there to pay attention to the, the, the within minutes of what happens. Constantly, you know, I have alerts on my phone for every major news organization and those are going off every six minutes now, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a fucking, it's a teletype. It's, it's, it's basically just humming across my fucking counter now, my, my, my phone is. But really, uh, I, I remember too, very distinctly, with maybe three or four weeks ago, when the Dow started to drop. And I remember mm. checking, even just checking the Dow several times a day and being like, oh my God, this is just insane. And, you know, checking Reddit coronavirus all the time and checking, you know, all this other stuff and constantly going to websites and looking on Facebook on groups that I know that are, you know, also news oriented groups. And uh, as the days have gone by, I have drifted away from that in a huge way. I remember the first couple of days I watched the press briefing that the, that the, wet the White House had. I watched the whole thing. And then I just started realizing I am, I am not doing myself a service by knowing any of this stuff. This doesn't help me to know. And uh, it's, it's actually causing me a level of anxiety I don't need in my life, right? I'm already stuck in a room. I'm already at like a little anxious all the time because I can't really do anything, <laughs> right? So I'm already right. a little anxious all the time. Why the fuck would I want to key that up? Why would I want to crank that up? So I 100% I, I feel for the people right now that are saying, you know, I just don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with more news when it comes to that stuff. If we have yeah. something valuable, I think, to give to the audience, like last week, I think we gave the audience a very valuable in interview. That uh, um, Natalia was, a, was an excellent interview. And she she had a lot of great information. And I think that that's useful. But, you know, for for the foreseeable future, if we can find them, I think we want to find stories that are funny and goofy and that we can have fun and laugh about. Give everybody a place to land here that isn't like how many people died yeah. today reached a record yeah. number or your 401k is basically confetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's move yeah. away from yeah. that. So Cecil, to that end, Got a great story here from Clit Tampa. <laughs> Found it. Found Finally. it. CLTampa.com. I got to accept cookies. The $1,200 in your coronavirus stimulus check is exactly how much you need to build a guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> this is made me laugh so hard. I fucking love this. Oh, it's amazing. So... So here's the thing. That's true. <laughs> like I like it, about 1200 bucks you can build your own guillotine. They say in the article, don't take our word for it. Check it yourself. If you click on that, which I did, you can check that <laughs> yourself. You can buy you can build a motherfucking guillotine. And the only thing that I thought when I when I saw this is like with my fucking building skills <laughs> The only fuck, first of all, the thing would be off center yeah. oh, and it yeah. would be custom. It would, it would look, I would be like, oh, it's custom. It would look like Homer Simpson's spice rack with the, <laughs> where Homer Simpson made a spice rack and shit was like all crooked or whatever. There's a big nail hanging out the side of it. <laughs> the guy but, goes in to, do you like building guy shit? Guy goes in to put his head in and he's like, oh, fuck, I got hit by this nail over here. Oh, yeah, just, oh, oh, insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> He's decapitated with splinters <laughs> and like. <laughs> oh man! Do you like building shit, Cecil? I do. I, you know, I was actually talking to to my wife today about how I wish I could sort of get out 
and do a little bit of home improvement right now. Um, but I know that everybody else is stuck in their house. So if I start banging on things, I know I'm disturbing everyone else. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's a bad call right now. Yeah, I do. I really Man, do. I have wanted my whole life to be good at building things and fix it. But I'm like, I'm like three quarters good at it and 25% literally awful <laughs> at it and nowhere in the middle. Like I am only, the only thing I'm adept at is getting a volume of work done. <laughs> I am not good. And you know yeah, this no, about like, yeah. I can get a, I can get a huge amount of work yeah. done and all of it is 80% solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 80% of it. I, it's like a huge amount and it's all just a little B minus. Like it's all a B minus top. I love, uh, making stuff and like, uh, you know, just, just building things. I just, I love to do it. I don't think I'm great at it, but I really do enjoy working with it. And, uh, and I really, you know, like that's, that's a path in my life that I wish I would have followed a little deeper. Um, and I didn't get a chance to do it. Um, but I, I, I think that the best use of this $1,200, if you don't use <laughs> it, you know what I say you do instead of, of, of creating your own guillotine, Tom? I think a bunch of people should come together, pull their money and start a guillotine lobby. I think that oh. would be amazing to protect the rights of guillotine owners and to make sure that you have the right to, to carry a guillotine, concealed guillotine, wherever you go. <laughs> okay. What you got to do is you got to pool your resources locally so that you have somebody making guillotines and you have somebody else making like guillotine holsters, yeah. you know? <laughs> Alienware comes out with a concealed carry <laughs> plastic guillotine holster that you can quick draw out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it's, it's so small. You just got to be like, okay, give me your finger. It's just a finger guillotine. Can put your whole head in That's there. That's that Iranian yeah. thing. If you're <laughs> like. Finger chopper offer. The finger. What was that for? It was, was for, it for stealing, stealing yeah, or caught, diddling? They, like, what I was that Maybe for? a little both. Um, oh, no. Oh, diddling. No, come on. They're not, they don't, they don't punish like you a little, for that. $1,200 if it's yours to waste I guess if it's charity or build yourself a gear a part of me kind of hopes that like what we have in the world is just like we get out of this and it's like all right neighbors have a lot of guillotines yeah. that's just like we just have a, like a lot of like <laughs> like you like you look in the backyard of your suburban fucking tract house wasteland that you live yeah. in like I, and it's just like trampoline trampoline swing set guillotine <laughs> guillotine guillot like just i that's the world i want to live what in what i what right i hope now. is is that all the bernie and Bu bernie or busters start take their 1200 dollar check and make one of these themselves and then put bernie on it like a bernie sanders one like everyone has a bernie sanders themed guillotine that would be amazing cecil yeah i'm going to ask you to do something entirely ridiculous what is the most annoyingly first world deprivation that you have missed as a result of this pandemic? Like just, just the fucking bitchiest, trivialist complaint. Um, there's a lot of things I miss that are, you know, just normal. Like I miss walking to work. I miss going to my gym. I miss, you know, like those things I think. Um, and they seem relatively first world. You know, I live in a safe country yeah. where I can walk to work. I live in a place where I can, but um, we had planned. So I have a big vacation planned uh still some of it's still planned until it gets canceled or I lose all my money um, for next month. But um, we actually had planned to go shopping for some clothes for it and we had to cancel that. And that was going to be this oh. upcoming weekend. 
Oh, that sucks. So it's like, it's like, you know, it, 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 but it's totally first world, right? I was going to go out and buy clothes I didn't need. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a hundred percent first world. So yeah. This is even pettier than that. I'm still going to work a few days yeah. a week, right? I drive 31 miles to get to work. Mm-hmm. On my way to work, I don't take the toll road because I'm a cheap motherfucker and it's three extra minutes to take the side streets. <laughs> I pass three Starbucks if I don't make a detour and another fourth if I just go a little bit out of my way. They're all closed, <laughs> even the drive throughs <laughs> 31 miles. They're all closed, huh? I thought that they were open. They're, even the drive throughs are I closed. I thought the Starbucks stayed open. I thought they were essential. I didn't realize. They did. They, they should be essential <laughs> because they're goddamn essential to me. I I seriously, uh, I am not even, I drove up and you, like, I drove up to the first one and it just had like a paper sign. Oh. And it's like, fuck off. We're closed <laughs> or whatever. And I just, I just sat in my car and I stared at it. And I was like, I know there are bigger problems, yeah. but that was the first moment where I just wanted to cry <laughs> a little. I was just like, it's early. It's early. I got to go to work. Coffee. Just uh, why? Oh, man. Why? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Not going out to restaurants sucks. That's a big thing. Because I, I normally go out like once or twice a month. And, yeah. you know, I, I take my wife out for for dinner or I'll invite friends up to Chicago. And it's, I they're just, I you know, it's like, like that time isn't available anymore. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. but, but some of the cool stuff is, it's like, I get, there's been two or three times in the past week that I've had time to hang out with friends on Zoom that I wouldn't, might not even talk to. And recently, a buddy of mine had a birthday that I know I couldn't have made it to if there was no, nothing going on because I was busy on that weekend. But now that it's it was it was just a Zoom thing and nobody was busy doing anything, we all showed up for his birthday. And so, you right. know, like it was it was actually really cool. It's like, so there's some connections that you make because of this that you might not make in a long time. There's a friend of ours who lives in uh, Oregon. Uh, you know, there's an opportunity for, for my wife to have a conversation with her, uh, which is something that hasn't happened in a very, very long time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, so there's some reaching out that, that and then connections that happen that are also really kind of cool. And I hope that they stick yeah. around after after everything hopefully goes back as close as it can to normal. Nurse, you gotta help me. I can't take it anymore. You gotta end my misery. Mr. Green, are you sure you want to do this? I mean, there's so many reasons to live. Like what? My health? Well, music. I listen to goth. Movies. I watch porn, which only makes me horny and reminds me that I have no one. Children? They throw rocks at me. Well... I can't do this, Mr. Green. Besides, it ain't even legal. Legal doesn't take the pain away, nurse. Well, then take an aspirin or something. Only if you have some of that sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head fever so I can die, medicine. (sighs) This ain't a cold, nurse. I'm ready to go. I want to go out the same way I came in. How's that? Well, I was born by the snatch. I don't want to die by the snatch. So come up here and sit on my face and... Take my breath away. So this next story comes from Metro.co.uk. I love this. Medical fetish site donates entire stock of disposable scrubs to the NHS. <laughs> I love this story for every yeah. fucking yeah. reason you can love it's a story. It's not a lot of scrubs. That's the thing is they, they, and they even say it. Like these people went out of their way to tell everyone in their tweet. It's not a lot. We didn't give a lot, but we gave what we had. Do you think that 
when they offered him, the NHS was like, we don't want no scrubs. <laughs> Do you think, don't you no think scrubs. like when that is being uh, offered, no you have to, don't you have to say like. I think like, you have to. You don't um, want no scrubs I don't want no you. scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to. I think you're. They're just, they're just like driving out the fucking passenger side. side of their best yeah. friend's ride, Dropping like them. holding yeah. them out. I think, you know? I think, I think you're <laughs> obligated to do all those things if you're looking for scrubs. Yeah. So this site, like evidently there's like a med fet site. So like, I guess medical fetishism is a thing, but it's a relatively small community. It sounds like, and they don't stock a lot of scrubs because why would you stock yeah. a lot of scrubs for this? <laughs> but they have some and they're just like, I don't know, like don't cover them in goo, cover them in different goo. Here you go. <laughs> and they donated them to the NHS. I think that's great. Like I think, one of the things that is kind of amazing about this is like all the outpourings of generosity yeah, yeah. that come from so many different sources. And I love that one of them is just like, they're just like, yeah, man, we can't play naughty nurse. Yeah. Like we are not playing naughty it's nurse. It's all good. It's all good. You can, you can hold off just for a little yeah, while, right? you know, just put on a blue shirt. That's all you get. <laughs> blue shirt. You wear that instead. But yeah, the, uh, the, the, uh, the cool thing is when they're talking about it, they, they, they say that they gave everything they had, which they even admit is not a lot. But then they say, you know, the fact that we have to give them stuff tells you that they weren't prepared for this, you know, it tells. And that's, I think the, the line across the board, across all, across all the world is that yeah. no one was prepared yeah. for this level of, of, uh, hospitalization of people. And I think, you know, if anything, this is a huge wake-up call to all those people out there that run this stuff to just be like, no, we're, we need national stockpiles of this shit, period. The end. That's just, we're just going to have to just stock and stock and stock it. Yeah, but I mean, if history has taught us anything, it's that we won't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we will, you know, we'll stockpile fucking yeah. fireworks yeah. before we <laughs> exactly. stockpile this. Like, we have, <laughs> no, know we have literally no end of bullets and missiles in this country. <laughs> we have so <laughs> many of them. We could like stack, you could make a whole hospital of just bullets in this country. <laughs> and somehow we're running out of masks for people. You know, it's just like, right. you can't even diversify the shit that you're prepping for. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And if you want to get a little bit of kinky and a little bit of fetish stuff, you can go to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria <laughs> Checkup, and get 50% off almost any item. A bunch of free stuff, free stuff for him, free stuff for her, and uh, a little bit of extra stuff. And then you'll also get free shipping. So Gloria Checkup, check it out. Guys, Captain Holt has no pants on. Um, what? He has no pants on is what? Here are the facts. At 11.55 a.m., Captain Holt walked past us holding a hot bowl of soup. At 12.03 p.m., I heard him yell, Ouch! Then, at 12.07, he called Gina into his office. She entered, holding nothing. One minute later, she left holding an opaque bag. Captain Holt's pants were in that bag. His knees are in the breeze. He's in his undies. I, this, this next story is fucking life. It's from CBS News. As population works from home, Walmart reports increased sales for tops, but not for pants. <laughs> I love that, like, as soon as everybody works from home, they go fucking straight Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> no They're shit. just like, everybody's, like <laughs> everybody's walking around with half shirts on. What's up? <laughs> if I could wear a dicky and just stand in front of a Zoom camera, I would do it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the rest of it is I just, love this you're just fucking bare ball in the world, just sitting there. <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't have anything on. 
man. I'm not, I'm wearing the minimum <laughs> amount of clothes. What all this tells us is like we're always all wearing the minimum yeah. amount of clothes uh, socially and gosh. weather acceptable. It's so we all just would rather be naked. <laughs> My fucking daughter, like as soon as she's it's like take a bath, she's like foop. Her clothes are off and she is the happiest she's going to be all yeah. day. She's like, I have been wearing these because I am forced yeah. to do it. <laughs> that is the only reason. That's it. Man, I, I will tell you, uh, every day I basically just get out of my work pajamas and into my night pajamas. <laughs> it's just like, like it's, do you really? I, I wear pajamas all day. I don't, I, I wear, uh, I wear they're like jogging-ish looking pants. They're like sports pants or something that I wear yeah. during the day. And then at night, I'll put on my flannel pajama type things that I wear around the house. And then during the day, I'll wear a hoodie. Normally when I'm at the computer working from home, I'll normally wear like a hoodie type outfit. Sometimes I'll wear a button down shirt, but it's pretty rare. I mean, we're talking like a short sleeve button down. It makes me feel more normal to like have my morning routine. So like, but Haley had to give me grief yesterday. She's like, the dry cleaner is closed. Like you can't keep getting dressed for work every day. Because <laughs> I like even on the days I don't I get up, I shower, I put on work clothes and then I go to work because it makes me feel sure, like, like you're working. Yeah. Like like I have a normal life yeah. still, you know, and it's making me crazy not to have one. And she's like, well, just you, you're out of clothes. And I'm just like, well, they don't I don't care if they're wrinkly. No one can see me. Yeah. I'm like, I still just need to like wear something. Like, so I, I love that this like, Part of the reason in the article is it's like people are wearing tops so they can get on video calls yeah, yeah. and appear. But like that means they're still just wearing yeah. their fucking jockeys yeah, absolutely. and like a sport yeah. coat. You know what I mean? You're just like, what? hang on. I got a very important call. <laughs> get this all situated here <laughs> and no pants. I wanna, That's how I'm going. I want to see a dude. In it, like standing there with his nice suit on, his crisp tie, and then stand up and he's in a banana warmer. Like that's it. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see on a Zoom call. Did you see the the video of the woman who thought she her her video was muted and she went to the bathroom? She took her no. computer. So she's carrying her computer. She sets it on the ground so she could keep watching the Zoom call. And then she <gasps> drops trowel and goes to the bathroom right on the Zoom no. call in front of everybody who's sitting there. No. Oh, don't, that's not what it's you do, really not, man. It's really not. And you know, it's, it's funny too, because there's another, uh, I read a Reddit post and again, it's fucking who knows how true it is, right? But it's uh, a Reddit post about a guy who was saying that, that his company had a bunch of, uh, like they have a way to, like you, you don't have a way to shut your screen off. Everybody can look at your screen and um, someone sent him a private message and said, hey, you need to open up that porn in a different window because we can see the porn you're watching. While <laughs> we're on the Zoom call with you. <laughs> so he's watching somebody get raw dogged and he's like, <laughs> he's like on a Zoom call with everybody. Oh, he's working oh, it from home. Jeez, man. That's amazing. I, I think this is one of those things though where people are uh, sort of ingenious when it comes to this. So, you know, I'm seeing, for example, in Chicago, a couple of really fancy restaurants uh, are now doing home service where you go pick it up. They meet you at your car. Um, they hand you a bag of cold food with reheating instructions that they prepared. And then you pay about $25 a person for it. And then you go home and you reheat the things that they gave you. And 
they are able to somehow stay in business that way with some income and pay people to come to work. And you are also, you know, you feel good about sort of almost, it's some, in some ways almost donating to the restaurant, but then you're also getting a nice meal out of it. And I think there's a lot of people that are being ingenious in this economy. And in here, they're talking about one of the, one of the, uh, one of the places, one of these uh, Nordstrom has on their main page now has create your sanctuary, get comfortable, relax and rejuvenate, keep the kids busy. Like they're going out of their way with all yeah. these little things because they know there's <clears throat> now a niche market for, and it's not even niche. It's like a major market for all of these right. things, you know, keeping the kids busy. Gosh, can you imagine toy sales have to be through the roof right now? You can't even buy a P like a switch anywhere. Like the, the Nintendo switch is gone. All the video game yeah. consoles are gone. Any of the electronic babysitter yeah. devices that yeah. you're just like, the kids have been home yep. for weeks. They can't go do shit. Yeah. They're not getting like, they're not getting a decent education. It's like homeschooling, but they can't like, they can't actually do real homeschooling because they can't hold the kids genuinely accountable for an educational experience that they don't control. Yeah. So what they do is they give them essentially repetitive homework. So none of it's challenging. It's busy work that takes no time for them to complete. It doesn't like account for, and, and like, it's a huge burden on parents to do it. It's just like, the, that whole piece is a fucking nightmare. And I've got kids and they are climbing the fucking walls. They are so bored. And I don't blame sure. them for being bored. It's like, they can't go visit their friends. They can't go to school. They can't go to like dance. They can't go to like any of their sports yeah. stuff that they would, they can't do anything except for climb directly up your ass yeah. all the yeah, time. Man. Yeah. Sarah and I, you know, there's a lot of times we'll just walk by each other and just give each other a high five for not having kids. Let me tell you. Oh. And right now is a perfect time to do that. My <laughs> hand hurts because we give so many high fives for that because we'll hear the kid in the hall screaming. He's just screaming, you know, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I, I'm glad I don't have one of those because I don't know how I'd stop it right now because I might join in at some point. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the other thing, too, is that there's no sports on now. And I know you're not a sports fan, but there's, you know, millions of sports fans out there. And there's no sports. There's not a single sport on TV. They're showing old-timey football games and things like that. The first time sports start coming back, those are going to be the most watched things ever. People are just going to, they're going to pour out. Yeah, the the UFC is looking into getting a private island so they can run these things. I read yeah. that. So they can have their fights yeah. on a private yeah, island. Yeah, man. That's private just island. amazing. He's just fucking Mr. Fuck O'Rourke. It. It's Fantasy Island, but you get your ass kicked. <laughs> it's amazing. Are you kidding me? I I hear Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island is available. <laughs> I wonder if Joe Rogan is the little guy who's like, the plane, the plane, the plane, the plane. <laughs> yeah, he is, but he takes four and a half hours yeah. to say <laughs> it. <laughs> and then he tries to sell you big brain pills the whole time. <laughs> So this story is fucking adorable. This is from Newsweek.com, and this made me laugh. And it made us made me think of a, a friend of, of both of ours. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. She, she's just ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, baby chickens sold out nationwide ahead of Easter as Americans panic by feathery <laughs> friends for chicken. comfort. You so like, I was shocked. Chicken, though. 
I stared at this story. Uh, I read this whole story and I just stared right, at right, it because right. I do not understand a world where you're like, you know, in a time of uncertainty. <laughs> you know what I need? <laughs> I need something fucking else to care exactly. for. Exactly. Something with a brain so small it can't love me back. <laughs> something that uh, will just like shit randomly yeah. as it walks. And can't be yeah. trained not to shit randomly. Is there any is there any way you could have like really sharp points on the beak and the claws too? So yeah, it's also understand. dangerous. <laughs> I don't look, yeah. I don't, it's no secret. I don't, you like, don't birds. like birds. I know. I, birds are fucking weird yeah. and gross and pointy your, and they move all funny. Where does it all come from? It's got to stem from something in your life, the bird thing. Where does it all <laughs> come from? <laughs> so when I was a teenager. My 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 cousin Kim, for reasons I've never understood, she decided she was going to raise lovebirds, and she did not know how to raise lovebirds. She didn't know anything at all. I don't think about lovebirds except for that they're called lovebirds. <laughs> and I'm, I don't even think she was real clear on that because we went to visit her one time, uh, my my aunt and my cousin, and they had all these fucking lovebirds, just lovebirds, and they asked us if we wanted. One, and they're called lovebirds. I have come to find out because they like they like pair up together and they like nuzzle each other and they like love each other. That's like a whole thing with fucking sure. lovebirds. But if you get just one lovebird, they go fucking crazy. <laughs> they are not meant to be alone. Like they're like it's like putting a fucking prisoner in fucking ad seg for thirty years and wondering like why he doesn't want to cuddle. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so we had this fucking lovebird. And like when we first got it, I would like take it out and I would bottle feed it. And I would like, be, oh, a pet. And I'm a young person. I like pets. And then it would get fucking mean and it would bite with its big, sharp fucking <laughs> breaking seeds, powerful beak. And, it, and I'd be like, fuck. And I put it back. And then we'd have gloves. And then you got graduated to bigger, thicker gloves. And then eventually Did like you have a welding glove? nobody took the big, thick, like fireman no gloves. Shit. We had a friend that was a firefighter. And it would still like pinch hard enough through the glove that you'd be like, that's still unpleasant. <laughs> like, why do I want you? And then like, then it just like lived in the cage alone and unhappy. And it would like pace back and forth at the Jesus bottom of the Christ, cage all day. fucking Darth Maul. What the fuck? Because <laughs> it was fucking crazy. And it would slam its face against the cage <laughs> until it had like no feathers on the side no where shit. the bars were at. And it would just like rub itself trying to like, when you walk past, it'd be like, rah, 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 try to get try at to you. Bite you. Yeah. Try to bite you. So then it would sneak out of the cage. So then it got smart enough to where it would like stand in the food thing and lift a little door and step out. And so every once in a while you'd come home <laughs> and the fucking lovebird would just be out. And so like one day I'm like 18, I'm an 18 year old boy. Yeah. It's a two and a half ounce lovebird. And like my dad and brother thought this thing was hilarious. And they wouldn't let me kill it or let it go into <laughs> the wild. Kill it? <laughs> I all I wanted to do was like, just let me squeeze it. It'll be over in a second. Just this thing does not need to live uh, here. It's miserable. Uh, I'm miserable. Sure. Nobody is yeah. happy. So I get home one day and I just like walk in to, you know, home from school. And there's this fluttering by my <laughs> neck and shoulder area. And I look and this fucking like, peach faced two and a half oh, ounce green lovebird just lands on my shoulder and just sinks its fucking beak into me and just rah, rah, and rends me asunder and I'm like ah, fuck uh, and, but I can't kill it because like I know I'll get in trouble so like 
I'm like trying to like take this bird <laughs> off of myself and like move it. And I threw it in the bathroom and it's like banging against the door. It's little two ounce body. No shit. Against the That's door. Amazing. Like, let me the fuck out of here. I've got to kill oh you. Oh my like, God. I've got to try to kill you. So I took this big leather jacket I had. I threw it over the bird and like went to the cage and shook it into the cage. The dog, this bird bit my dog's dick. This bird, <laughs> you know how dogs sit with their legs yeah, open yeah, and their yeah. fucking sure, little yeah. dangler Absolutely, hanging yeah, out? Whatever, yeah, I would too. Bird got out of the cage, just zoom walked meetings. right up. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> nailed him right on the Johnson, just boom. <laughs> then my dog was scared of this bird. This bird was a goddamn unholy terror for years. We finally got tired of this bird because it was just untenably awful every day. And my favorite part of the story is that my dad finally gave it away to a paraplegic man in a Shut wheelchair. Up, what? <laughs> Who I am certain that guy's dead now. was killed that guy's by this dead bird. <laughs> I am certain the bird chased him, hunted him for fucking sport guy, and killed he's him. He's just trying to get away from it throughout the house. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. See, I mean, I'm not a big fan of amazing. birds. I don't understand like having a chicken uh, as a pet. Amazing. Well, That's a food. Oh, well, what's great about this article and my favorite lines is, is that people are panic buying chickens like they did toilet paper. The good thing is, is that if you wipe your ass with a chicken, it will clean itself and you could do it again. So the chicken <laughs> is better than getting toilet paper. You could just, I mean, it's a little sharper in some areas. You got to watch how you hold the chicken, but you could wipe your ass with the chicken and then just. That, it, well, you got to make sure you get one of those chicken tenders. <laughs> It's, yeah, smoother. it's a little smoother. Don't <laughs> squeeze the chicken tender. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they also said in this article that, that chickens were being purchased at such a rate that like people's first choice of yeah. chicken breed. Didn't have your first choice of chicken like, breed. Who's got a fucking choice of chicken breed? Yeah, are they all roaster? Like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? And one of the reasons why people buy chickens around this time of year, and it's not something that we talked about yet, is Easter. Easter is the reason why people go out and, oh, yeah, and yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. And but then what do they I don't do? Know. With them? Like they buy them for Easter, and then they—I mean, Jesus, do you just eat them afterwards? Are they as useless as those fucking peeps people buy for <laughs> Easter? <laughs> well, they probably eat more. So yeah, yeah. I would rather eat a baby chicken than one of those peeps. Like, I'd, rather you put, eat a, like, I'd rather eat a baby chicken halfway formed in an egg. <laughs> fermented those, yeah balut like, yeah. or whatever those things are uh, god peeps are fucking peeps are genuine there's bad. nothing pleasant about <sighs> eating them it's like it's grainy it's yep. it's also too mushy and gross inside cuz marshmallow is is unpleasant most of the time unless it's unless it's in something else I, I there's no there's no there's no world where i just reach into a bag of marshmallows and eat a marshmallow like I, it just tastes like a it's just sweet. A sw it like has it's, no there's flavor. no reason to do it, right? So the marshmallow as a as a sort of sweet thing is really just an accent of something else. And the only thing you're accenting it with in a peep is dye and sugar. So it's just like, yeah. why would I do that? <laughs> a marshmallow with sugar on it is crazy because it's like, well, it's uh, <laughs> only flavor characteristic is sweet and chewy. What about if it was also sweet and chewy and yeah, crunchy? Yeah, sweet, chewy, crunchy, just, yeah. There's no nuance yeah. to that food. It's, it's, it's why it's for kids. Yeah. It's like a fucking Cadbury cream egg. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'll have a, 
Type two diabetes in <laughs> yes. an egg, please. That's what I'll have. Yeah, a fucking um, a, one of those peeps. When you talk about, it, you're like, yeah, I want to put marshmallow and and sugar together. It's like, yeah, I would like to take my heroin and I'd like to dip it in crystal meth. Honey. Yeah. What are we watching tonight? Oh, uh, well, I was looking through what's available. Uh, how about Big Bang Theory? Well, I'm only on the third season. Uh, Suicide Squad. Doesn't Jared Leto run a cult? Maybe Scooby Doo. I mean, I did make brownies. Deadpool. Yum, Ryan Reynolds. Pleasureville. Uh, isn't it Pleasantville? The Love Boat. From the seventies. Ham Solo. Uh, Han Solo. No, silly. I'm looking at AdamandEve.com's list of. Parody porn. You cheeky fuck. It's got a collection of fun, lighthearted, and sexy romps. Ooh. And because we're listeners of Cognitive Dissonance, the greatest podcast on the internet. I like when they laugh. We get so much more. In fact, what? we get all this free stuff. Lay it on me, bitch. When we go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item, we'll get 50% off, and that's amazing by itself, but guess what? This sounds like an ad read. There's even more free stuff. When we enter in the exclusive code GLORY at Honey. checkout, not only do we get 50% off one Honey, item, can you hear me? we'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. Are you stuck in an ad spot again? First, a sexy item okay. for a penis haver, a special gift for a vagina haver, oh. and a third item we'll both enjoy. Kinky. And six free spicy movies. Well, I do like that. I knew you would. Plus, free shipping. Convenient. That's Glory. G-L-O-R-Y. Offer code Glory at checkout at adamandeve.com. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see Ryan Reynolds naked. I, I don't know if he's in... He might... I want to see Ryan Reynolds' penis! Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll watch it. Remember, that's offer code GLORY at checkout at adamandeve.com. This story's my favorite, though. Oh, this, this is... Story. Seriously? This happened a while I, ago. Th this happened, a, like, literally nine days ago, which is next, like, last century. Oh. So a long time ago, yeah. but... Yeah. But... This happened, like, essentially in the 80s. Yeah. That's how long ago but it's nine amazing. days was. So I'm going to read the story. Yeah, you have to. You like, have to. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. U.S. man teaching dog how to drive arrested <laughs> after high-speed chase. Los Angeles. A resident of the western U.S. state of Washington was arrested following a high-speed chase that left officers dumbfounded after they found the man's pit bull behind the wheel. <laughs> The incident Can unfolded on, Sunday. You missed the <laughs> And he looks at the passenger seat. He sees the guy. He looks at the driver's seat. He sees the dog. And then he's just, he's like, okay, license and registration. I don't know. What and the dog's like, the license is on my neck. It's right here. I don't know if you see it. It's right here. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to need to see. Uh, excuse me, puppy. Have you been drinking? Have you been? And did you have your shots? <laughs> <laughs> uh. The incident unfolded Sunday afternoon after police received calls about a driver hitting two vehicles in an area south of Seattle and then speeding away, State Trooper Heather Axman told that's a great name too. Told AFP. You <laughs> state trooper with that name. You better be either that or an executioner. Those are your two options, really. Or you're like one of those corporate yeah. guys who just is hired <laughs> to fire people. You're like, oh, it's a little on the nose, but I just felt like it worked. You change your first name to T and become an accountant, so it's tax man. 
She said the emergency services subsequently got multiple cars, calls about a car traveling erratically at more than 100 miles per hour. Axman said that uh, as officers gave chase, they got close to the vehicle. And I love this, too. A 96 Buick. A 1996 Buick. It's an over 20-year car. It's that's got to be the only operational oh, 96 Buick still oh, around. Amazing, and it's going a hundred miles an hour. Can you oh. imagine how much that thing was yeah, shaking? I, it feels like it's re-entering Earth's <laughs> atmosphere. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. It's got like heat shields on it. <laughs> like it, those always explode on re-entry, though. It's <laughs> they were shocked to see a pit bull in the driver's seat. And a man steering and pushing the gas pedal from the passenger side. So wait. He's not even sitting in the driver's seat with the dog in his so lap. The dog is He's straight up like, no, nah, man, I'm not even driving. So the dog I'm not even is driving. just sitting there. He's doing all the work. <laughs> the dog is literally just sitting in the driver's seat. You're not teaching the yeah. dog to do anything. The dog is just <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Well, you know, he would be teaching him. The problem was it was an old dog, and that's a new <laughs> trick. It. So it doesn't. Couldn't <laughs> learn it. He was going to try. He just couldn't. Uh, officer, I tried this with the clicker and a simulator at home, and it worked much better. The officer comes up. That. He goes, have you been drinking today? And he's like, yeah, hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> hair of the dog. Oh, oh, oh. Amazing. Um, the pursuit ended after the police deployed spike strips. <laughs> it would have been, this story could only be he better if the dog's name was Spike. <laughs> he's driving on the road and then he like stops up and he's like, I can't, the dog's driving. <laughs> the dog's doing everything, just, I can't do it. Hey, uh, look, I told him to slow down. Uh, I was God. like, hey, man. That's a little aggressive. Uh, he didn't even have his learner's permit. <laughs> this is outrageous. And they arrested 51-year-old Alberto Tito Alejandro, who was booked on multiple felonies, including driving under the influence of drugs. Oh, okay. Um, Makes sense. I think that's a misprint. Driving under the influence of dogs is how that should Driving under written. the influence of pugs, Tom. Come on. <laughs> when we took him into custody, he admitted to our troopers that he was trying to teach his dog to drive. <laughs> Uh, uh, his only regret is that it didn't work. He's just like, ah, still a bad oh, driver. Man. Just what's the goal of teaching your dog to drive? He like, wants let's say that works. Let's say drive. the dog can drive. Uh, Wait, you gonna send him to the store to get cigarettes well, for you? Or well, I mean, what? seriously, like, what? Is, yeah, and you're gonna have to go and then operate all the equipment for him. <laughs> He's just gonna sit there <laughs> looking at girls like Spuds McKenzie. He's not gonna do anything else. <laughs> Oh, God, it's amazing. Just teach him to, like, wolf yeah. whistle out the car window. <laughs> he does it so high, only the dogs turn to look at him. Now, what was it you were trying to say about your special friend? His name is Jesse, and he's a good Christian man with benefits. Mm -hmm. Benefits? Shoot, girl, why didn't you say so? Good morning, team. Hell, you can get me for no extra charge. Oh, honey, this booty is still good. You can go ahead and check the expiration date on it. I ain't lying. So this story comes from uh, AJC. It's an Atlanta news source. Tyler Perry pays senior hour groceries at 44 Kroger's in Atlanta and 29 Winn-Dixie's 
in New Orleans, um, which is just fucking impressive as shit. So some stores have senior hour. Like my dad is actually going to the grocery store during senior hour. Um, and ironically, he told me that the one near where he lives, because he lives in a community that has like a lot of older people, he said it was busier during senior <laughs> hour. So he's not going to senior hour anymore. He's like, oh man, it was busier. And he like, he also says like it takes so much longer because everybody moves so much slower. <laughs> he's like, it takes a lot longer than the hour. Um, so higher risk Kroger shoppers um got a surprise. Tyler Perry just paid their fucking grocery bill. Like just, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking pay your goddamn grocery bill. I think that's actually unbelievably amazing. It's like those, like, I was reminded when I read this of the um uh, those guys that sometimes just show up someplace to just buy everybody's layaway. Yeah, yeah. You know, around Christmas yeah. time, there's always stories where people are just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cover everyone's layaway." Yeah. You know, or those stories where like somebody has like fourteen dollars and covers an entire class's worth of school lunch yeah, debt. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And then $14. people can eat food because. <laughs> It's never any real yeah. money, and it's always depressing yeah. that it's happening. But yeah, I, I, you know what? I, this is this is just one example of yep. so many people reaching out right now and trying to help other people, which is really great to see. You know, um, there's people who have uh, bought pizzas for people in the ER. There's, uh, you know, uh, those the people that are giving away. You know, several celebrities have given millions of dollars. I know some of the billionaires out there are giving millions and millions of dollars. Uh, going out of their way to try to try to do something to try to help uh, during this sort of thing. And this was just a great, uh, what I really liked about this was it was just so specific and aimed at a group of people that are probably in need, you know? Um, yeah. the, the senior, the seniors that were coming in, uh, they were, you know, they'd come up to the, to the register and they would basically say, yeah, you, you're covered. We, you, we got you covered. Um, and then it was, like you said, it was 44 different stores. I find that those are sometimes in, 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 uh, they're not in short supply when there's a, when there's a tragedy, when there's some kind of tragedy like this. And it's nice to see, right. they're just nice to see and nice, instead of just constantly reporting all the same stuff over and over again, it's nice to see this. Well, I thought this was really great because Tyler Perry comes out with 14 movies a year. So this seemed like a really good way for him to spend some of this, <laughs> like so many fucking Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> There's so many of them. Had to, everybody had to take one copy of one of his movie DVDs to go to in order to get it. <laughs> like, they were like, mm, and they're like, I'll pay for my eh, own groceries. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so mean. I don't need it that bad. Oh, it's no. so mean. <laughs> uh. Is physical affection worth bronchitis? Asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> I mean... Look, if you're making out with someone who has a cold, um, you know, just, uh, you know, be advised. Like, I love my wife, and she is always worth getting bronchitis for. And in fact, we wrote that in our vows. So this, this story is a great story about, like, real fucking sacrifice and leadership and what that looks like and how few bone spurs huh. it involves. That's um, this story comes from your own news. I don't, I don't recognize it, but go ahead. That's yeah. fine. I don't recognize Ireland's, what that is, but go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> Ireland's premier Leo Varadkar re-registers as a doctor <clears throat> during a uh, coronavirus pandemic. So Ireland's prime minister is going back to work yeah. as a doctor yeah. during the cray. He's a doctor. He's like, yeah, I haven't fucking doctored in a while. I've been busy being the prime minister of Ireland, but you know what? We need doctors. 
we need help. People need people need some fucking work out here. So he just fuck it. Yeah, re-register, back to work. Let's do that's this. That's amazing. Thing. I thought that's fucking leadership. I, that's putting your fucking money where your mouth 100%. is. Hundred percent. And you know, like this week we found that um the New York Times reported that uh that Trump had ties in some ways to the corona uh, to the coronavirus medication that uh hydrochloroquine that we were talking about. No. He had some ties. What? And it's funny too, because the first time I heard him touting that stuff, the first thing I thought was, does he own a stock in this or something? Why does he yeah, keep talking right. about it? And it's something that we never really talked about with uh with Natalia. But man, it genuinely is is one of those things where you just see over and over and over again. He's constant even even though I think the Wall Street Journal even called called him out for making the those pref, press briefings about himself. All those press briefings are just about himself. And here you have a guy who's totally in the exact opposite hemisphere. Just, you know, 100% doing the exact opposite thing that Trump is doing. Yeah, it's just it's just incredible to put himself in genuine harm's way. Like personal harm's way. Fucking medical workers are, yeah. they, they, that is dangerous fucking work yeah. for those yeah, guys. Yeah. And like when they're getting, when the medical workers get coronavirus, like they're not getting a mild case because the, the viral, viral load, load they're yeah. exposed to yeah. is so significant. Yeah. And I know we don't want to go too far down the negative side. So it's just, it's just so incredible that somebody would say, yeah, all right, here we go. Yeah. I don't have to do this yeah. work. I am not registered to do this work. I have other important work to yeah. do. Did you see that? But fuck it. Let's Did go. you see that there was a bill that someone was trying to pass this week um, where they're saying that um, two things that came up. One of them was they're looking to try to pass a bill that would eliminate all medical debt for medical uh, medical student debt. So if you're a medical student and you had debt, it would be eliminated after this is over. So, wow. so they're, they're looking into doing that. Um, I don't know. That probably won't ever, nothing's ever going to get passed, but I'm just saying like- No, someone, if it's a good idea or just, yeah. It's, it's not, not going to work. Happen. But then the other one was a $25,000 bonus to anybody who is doing this work right now that's out there. That's, that's uh, you know, one of those grocery store workers or whatever. Anybody who's basically exposing themselves every day, they would get extra money. Um, they would get, they would get they some would get kind of additional sum of money from, I think it's like a government award or something like that. They're trying to put, again, wow. I don't think it's going to go through, but it's a nice thought, you know? Yeah. It's, it's nice that like essential workers who put themselves out there to keep like parts of the economy that we all rely on, you know, like I, I filled my car with gas, like the fucking gas station is open, yeah. you know, like those guys make Garbage money. Like they make garbage money. Absolutely. You know, the grocery store clerk, they don't make, you know, it's, it's not good money. It's not like fucking high on the hog money yeah, no. that these people are no. making. And they are absolutely at risk all the time. Fucking drive throughs for regular fucking McDonald's are open. Yeah. Like that shit, like those people are in harm's way and they're staying in harm's all way. All the people in the, and they're continuing to do that all work. All the, all the postal workers, all the Amazon workers, all the, all the people who yeah. are driving around the UPS people, there's packages now are the thing, right? That's the thing. And then talk about all the DoorDash people and all the Ubers and all the, those yeah. people are still, those people are still, you know, think about being an Uber driver right now. Think about what that's got to be like. You know, you yeah. got to let somebody in your cab all the time and, and you know, you got to breathe that same air as them for how long and gosh, it's got to be terrifying. I don't, if you could not do it, you probably wouldn't. But the chances are is that you can't not do it. You just don't have any right. other opportunities. You know, there's people right now that are, you know, that used to work in, 
in restaurants and I saw a bunch of, you know, testimonials or whatever that they're now working in grocery stores. They were waitresses and waiters and things like that. And now they're just like, well, the grocery store needs round the clock help. I'll just go to the grocery store and that's where I'll work. And so they're finding yeah. these jobs with that, that are available. But again, you're still in harm's way at the grocery store. Even if you're just, even if you are just stocking the shelves and not inter interacting as much with people, you're still in that place all day. And they're not social well, distancing to the point where you're- touching shit other people have Yeah, touched. and you're, they're not social distancing to the point where they're saying, okay, only 25 people in the grocery store, at least not by me, they're not. Yeah, they're they're social, they're they're doing social distancing at the grocery store out here where I'm at. So like it's actually super weird. Like they have like carts set up on the side, like on their sides, like as like pillars, and they're six feet apart and they only let a certain number of people in at a time. So they wait for people to go out oh, wow. before they let other people in and they like count them and whatever. But it's it's like it's like the apocalypse is like seven upturned grocery carts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm done with the, the Trail Baskin saga. Uh, it's now time to turn the tables and, and Joe get out of jail, uh, a free man, and exonerate it from all these charges. This story comes from the Daily Mail and is fucking amazing. This is, now you want to talk about leadership. You want to talk about priorities <laughs> and making sure that you're really like fucking laser, fucking focused on what the yeah. world needs right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. This story Absolutely. is everything. Finger on the Donald pulse. Trump's, yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't want to waste any no. time. I got, my days are very full. I got to make sure I think about all the issues. Donald Trump says he will look at pardoning Tiger King's Joe Exotic after Don Jr. said the zoo owner's 22-year-old prison 22-year prison sentence for murder for hire seemed aggressive. <laughs> murder for hire, 22 years, and you're like, nah, that's a little, that's a little, that's a little too much. I just think, you know, is there any way we could just do time served? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? The president at a press conference when asked about it said he will look into it. What do you fucking mean you will look oh, into gosh. it? Dismiss it out of hand. <laughs> no it is not important. Are you, are you kidding me? You don't have to. You shouldn't have time to look into it. Number one, when somebody says that to you, you should just be like, what? Who? No, I don't. My right. son is my son. He's if he's at home watching Netflix, I should never be able to do that, right? I should, I'm the president of the goddamn United States during a pandemic that has infected over a quarter million Americans. I should not be, <laughs> I should not be binging a fucking docu-series on fucking Netflix. I mean, what is happening? What is going on? Like, in what world are you like, oh yeah, that, that, uh, that prison sentence for that guy who hired someone to yeah. kill his fucking <laughs> right? rival or what have you. Like, that's, that's, I want to get involved in oh that one. Gosh. That's the fucking hill I want to die on. <laughs> like, I know that like, like, uh, like Americans are going like the, the single largest cause of bankruptcy in my country is fucking medical debt. I know 16 million people in the last three weeks lost yeah. their jobs. <laughs> right. The more like, like the worst job loss in American history in, in a single week was 682,000 in 1982. 10 times as many people lost their jobs in a single, 10 right, times right. 
broke the record by tenfold in a single week and across a three-week span at 16 million, rivaling the unemployed numbers of the Great Depression. You're like, yeah, but like that one guy with a fucking crazy eyebrow ring yeah. maybe doesn't need to spend so many years in prison. <sighs> what are you talking about? <laughs> also, what are you even saying? Also, he gets convicted, right? And then there's two other dudes that are just literally scot free that concocted the plan with him. I know. <laughs> and, and Don Jr. is watching this thinking, oh, you know, he should have got off like that fat one. <laughs> right. Not like, oh, maybe not enough yeah, people went exactly. to jail. More people Instead, need to like, go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> not the other way around. He shouldn't what? be asking if we should pardon Joe, Joe Exotic. They should be asking when the fucking, when that dude and the other fat guy are going to go to jail. That's the real <laughs> question. Jesus. There's no world where you watch Tiger King and you're like, that hey, Joe Exotic seems like a <laughs> sympathetic <laughs> figure. Like, what are you I, talking about? Oh, I like that guy. Yo, you know what I love the most about him is when he started singing at his fucking boyfriend's funeral. <laughs> that was my favorite. And he started joking about his balls. Oh, man, what a class act that Joe Sonic is. He not only started singing, he sang a song about himself. About himself. Like it had nothing to do. He sang a song at his dead husband's <laughs> funeral. That had nothing to do. It wasn't like, here's a song I wrote about my dead husband. Here's a song like about like how much I yeah. loved him. No. It's straight up a song about like, and I loved cats when my brother died. I had his dream to have some cats. And there's it's some big cats true. now, eyebrow ring. It's so true, and it's sad and fuck. Oh my God, the poor kid is dead, and he's just singing a song about himself. But I tell you what, Tom, that is why he's a sympathetic figure to Trump. Because Trump would do the yeah. exact same thing. Melania's funeral would be like, it was a pretty good funeral. I, I planned the whole thing. I just want you to know. And I look pretty good. You know, as a widower, I think I look good. <laughs> Great ratings on Melania's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Best ratings of any funeral. Idiot. I'll tell you what, so uh, many people watch. I think we did great things at this funeral. Just very great things. I'm going to make an amazing widow. I'm already on Tinder. Swipe right if you like orange people. It's unbelievable. Daddy swore an oath. An oath to finally finish Jules Verne's Mysterious Island. I've tried like three times. There's so many descriptions of plants and rocks. This story comes from Raw Story. Ammon Bundy and other far-right extremists in Idaho vowed to defy GOP governor's social distancing order. All right, so um, good luck on that in Idaho. Look, Idaho is social distancing. You can't be in a crowd in Idaho. <laughs> you could take everybody in Idaho, lock them in a fucking walk-in closet, and they would still be six feet apart. It's Idaho. It's a potato state. It's literally a state nobody remembers we have ever. Have we ever gotten a single email from Idaho? I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think I, so. I think, and we've made fun yeah, of Idaho. The only, the only city I think I know, I know two. One is named after the state and has falls after it. And the other one is <laughs> Boise. I, you know, the other thing that that's hilarious about this is, isn't Ammon Bundy and his crew social distancing champions already? Didn't they already just hide in a birdhouse forever? <laughs> like a bird watching station forever? And nobody cared. Everybody was just like, yeah, whatever, man. Cool. You took over. Oh man, the crazy militia guys. You took over something. <laughs> nobody cares. 
like when you have no friends, that's not social distancing, Ammon. Yeah. That's just being yeah. lonely because you're unpleasant. No, it's social distancing. It's just that's reversed. It's like the reason why right. nobody wants to be around you. It's not the other way around. <laughs> oh God! I, you know, this, this God, is this is this is knucklehead. A trend though that I'm seeing a lot of, and this this is not just to these people that do the "Am I being detained?" What do they call those people? Oh, the sovereign, sovereign citizen citizens. Nuts? Yeah, so it's not just these nuts. It's also the QAnon nuts also don't think it's a thing. Then right. there's, uh, you know, other groups, the church groups that keep on saying, don't do it. You shouldn't do it because of, you know, it's bad or whatever. Don't social distance. Come to church. We need your money. So there's a bunch yeah. of, there's a bunch of these, these different groups. And then there's also just like the, it's a hoax. I mean, even even up until very recently, Rush Limbaugh was talking about it being a hoax still. Um, a bunch of these people are still still having these conversations about how it's not a real thing, right? And they keep saying- Is Rush it. Limbaugh still saying I, it's a I hoax? Thought, I, I saw a story just the other day where he was still talking about it. Oh my God. Right? So it's, it's this insane- uh, rhetoric that's coming out from all these different sources uh, that that think that it's mm -hmm. not a thing. They think it's not real. We so we talked uh, on the live stream last week about a guy who tried to drive his train into the fucking uh, the 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 boat <laughs> because he's because he's a uh, cuckoo because he's a nutcase, yeah. right? And so like, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that are that that are doubting this. And you know, you and I were having a conversation earlier about you know, it's looking good for some states. Some states are yeah. way ahead of the curve on where they should be. And it's looking good because people have mostly followed the rules in those states. And people um, are, the, the hospitals aren't over overrun. You know, yeah, they're busy, but they're not overrun. There are people that are dying and, and that's a tragedy, but it's certainly not the numbers that we thought it was going to be because people listened and they, they, they acted early. And, you know, New York's not like that. Louisiana's not like that. A couple other places across the country are not like that. And uh, and now it's starting to populate itself in rural areas. And rural areas are not actually, they're not equipped to handle this sort of thing. They just don't, they don't have the uh, resources, um, the types of hospitals that they need to even handle this sort of right. thing. And rural areas of this country, especially ones that have been misled for this whole time are going to experience this in a, in a big way. And the more they ignore it and the more, uh, the more places like Illinois, Ohio, California, get out of doing the, get out of it because they did the right things, the more, uh, sort of, um, the more license they will have to ignore this crisis. <sighs> there could be others. I need to know. I don't want to offend anybody else. You could assume everyone is and not say anything offensive. Yeah, I'm sure everyone would appreciate me treating them like they were gay. So this is another story that's, um, it's good news, but it's the kind of good news that reminds you that this was bad news. At one <laughs> it reminds point. you like a week ago it was bad news. You know what right? I mean? Like, I when, Cecil, you found this story because we decided we were going to do like, like more like pleasant, upbeat, up beat topics, you know, and like, I didn't, I didn't do that when I did my show research. I did like I normally did. And so you put this one on there and I was like, that's still a thing. Yeah. I thought yeah, this you didn't okay, think it so would be. Yeah. Here's the topic. FDA eases ban on gay blood donations amid coronavirus uh, outbreak. And I love the way that's written because it implies that the blood is gay. Yeah. Right. The blood, right? the, the blood has its own blood. preference. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, we're not going to take your cootie blood. Thank you very much. I want to see your type O face. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, oh my God. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, like we're, I, I love the idea that it takes a crisis for people to be like, you know who we're not afraid of anymore in 2020? Gay people. Right? Just I can't fucking for real. Well, and and the isn't the ban on this the just the idea of like the gay plague? Well, isn't that where this comes from? I think the idea on this was that like initially in the in the 80s and ni- early 90s, like when the HIV crisis was at its peak and it disproportionately affected people that were gay, that like the the worry was like that we were going to accidentally have a blood supply which wasn't screened properly and people were going to get and i and i think that it, there was probably a point in time where the there was enough unknowns that there was probably some reason behind that right sure. like you know you don't want to take blood donations from fucking hi you know like like iv drug users right like that's just a bad just it's just a yeah. bad idea it's higher risk blood we just we just sure. we'll pass yeah, need that. that yeah right yeah so but like it's 2020 and also, this hasn't been a real big problem now for a fucking long time. Like, a right. real long time. And, like, gay well, people it, still couldn't donate blood. Like, I'll t- look, here's the thing. If I need blood, I'll take your blood right. no matter who you're fucking. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I will ring you out. I will take your blood. <laughs> Fuck you. There's no amount. You can be like, here's the list of shit I like to do. Better. Like, I don't care. Are you full of blood? Yeah. Like, do you have, are you full of life-saving liquid for me? <laughs> I don't care what you have to do to make the semen come out. <laughs> if I want the blood to go in, you can do that while donating blood. It's un, It's an unreal level of prejudice that we have against a community that is, you know, that that is being, that is already a community that's persecuted, right? right. So it's already not a, not a community that is, widely accepted all across the country. We, and then you're just going to say, yeah, well, we're just going to institutionalize our prejudice against you. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad though, genuinely glad that they are, that they are going to change their minds on this. And, and I, I don't know if they have in the past for other tragedies, but you know, at least, you know, there's, there's sometimes is good ripple effects from this. And maybe this changes their mind after this, that this is okay. You know, what What I have to think is that like many other things, once this is changed, it doesn't change back, right? Right. Because like at some point you have to be like, all right, thanks for all the blood, but we still think you have cooties, no thank you. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just a lot of shit is no takesies backsies when it comes to this yeah. kind of stuff. And I think right, this right. is one of them. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. it's awesome because like fucking let's stop being dicks about this. Just want to remind everybody that our live streams happen every Thursday at 9 p.m. Central. This next clip is from April 9th. This video is presented for educational purposes. When is Bill Gates's uh, serpent tongue going to come out of his mouth? I, you can't see this, Tom, but he is 100% not, not synced right now. So he's, he's talking, and, and like 15 seconds after he started oh. talking, his mouth started to move. It's amazing. Out and and when will his horns and tail appear? This man is this man is is building. Okay, Ian, take us off. Put it. Put this on. Put this guy on. I just so people can see it. Here we go. Watch the difference. This is amazing. 
when is Bill Gates's uh, serpent tongue going to come out of his mouth, and, and <laughs> when will his horns and tail appear? This man is this man is is building Lucifer's antichrist system. <clears throat> Gosh, do you have to do you have to hire that out? Or can you do that yourself? Can you work on that architecture yourself if you're Bill Gates? Because you're pretty smart if you're Bill Gates. I think, I think, I think, uh, but that seems like the sort of thing like he just like delegates, like he comes up with the idea and it's brilliant. And he just kind of like moves it. But I love the idea that like we're going to shit on Bill Gates, like somebody who's giving away massive, massive amounts of his money and has like dedicated the entire back half of his life to helping solve many of the world's most intractable problems, which he does not have to do. He is under no obligation whatsoever to do that. It's like, you know, he's a really bad guy. That really good guy. He can just, <laughs> like, what he can the just fuck? fuck giant piles of money until he dies. That's right. what he can do. Like, there's nothing, there's no law whatsoever. There's no rule. There's not even a hell of a lot of social pressure. That means that he has to do any of the shit that he does. There really isn't a lot of social pressure on billionaires. There should no. be, but there yeah. isn't. <laughs> but there's not. Yeah. He could he could take that money and fuck right off with it if he yeah. wants to. He could take that money and just move to another country and just like lay atop a fucking bed of oiled titties yeah. for the rest of his life. <laughs> that is what he could do. He could he could just just that is his, could be his whole life forever. But Hold instead, on. he's Hold not on. doing that. I need a moment with a bed of oiled titties. Give me some. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm ready. Bill Gates wants to track every human who's been vaccinated with a coronavirus vaccine. And he wants to put a microchip in the vaccine, a nano-sized microchip. You cannot have a nano-sized microchip. A nano-sized. Just not even how any of that works. It's a nano chip. It's gotta be, it's, yeah. <laughs> like learn what words are and how they work and the meanings behind them and a little bit of uh, science. Le gosh. Learn one science accidentally, please. A nano-sized microchip. I just want to say real quick, Ian, um, his voice and his uh, and his video aren't syncing up. Is there any way that you could troubleshoot it for him for several hours? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, guys. Oh. Ian thought it was funny, though, right, Ian? Hilarious. <laughs> so we want to thank our patrons, the generous support of all of our patrons. But we want to specifically thank our newest patrons, Noah, Glenn, Danielle, Brandy, Rachel, Tut, Dennis, Sarah, Glasgow, James, Aaron, Kelsey, Jeff, Psychophant, Chris Pike Blows Goats, <laughs> Not a Bear, Gary, No More Alabama, and more is spelled with two O's there, <laughs> and Doubting Thomas, Jeff, we seriously love you guys. We love you too. Aww. Harold, Graham, Belligerent, Blathering, Bleep, Bloop, Blop, Bleep, Bleep, That's great. Bloop. I like that I don't one. know. Bill, the bartender, Nick, Jaden, Andrew, Deporia, and Mooseman, Cognitively Dissonant, Jesse, Skip Sanders, Hayden, David, Christopher, Jereen, Matt, Robbie, Z, 
We want to specifically also really thank three new patrons, Suzanne, Jacob, and Danielle for, I mean, just an amazing amount of funds that they sent to us. We want to thank them so much for their exceedingly generous donations. It was really kind of amazing. It's kind of above and beyond. Um, thank you guys. Like I just, um, to all, to everybody, the outpouring of support since we kind of put the call out um, and let you guys know that, you know, we could kind of use the help. Um, we're really grateful to you guys. It's been, it's been heartwarming. Um, it's been, I think, very sincere and we're very, very grateful to you for it. So thank you. And uh, I just received word from my work. Uh, they are continuing paying people through the 30th of June. That's locked in, <laughs> but we've got till the 30th of June to figure some things out. And uh, we're, uh, I'm in higher ed and I'm in a tuition-based institution. And if things don't change significantly by the fall quarter, uh, the start of the fall quarter, which is traditionally when things happen, um, there can be significant layoffs at my work. Yeah. Um, they're already talking about it and they're already, those, those rumblings are already starting. So, um, so we want to thank everybody who has donated. If you are someone who has listened for a long time or even for a short time and you enjoy the show, uh, this may become our livelihood <clears throat> sooner rather than later. <laughs> and so, uh, so if you can spare, uh, uh, I want to ask you, please go become a patron. You get extra content. We give you tons of extra content every week. You get all of our live streams in audio format directly to your podcast player. That content is there every week. You're getting essentially an extra hour every week. So we want to thank everybody who is a patron. And if you aren't a patron, we want to urge you to become one. We got an image from uh, from Ariel, and uh, these are great. There's cookies, and it's an image of cookies. Easter cookies, Tom. It's, it's Easter this weekend. It will have, Easter will have occurred yesterday when this release is wide release. These are the um, most Easter cookies of all they, Easter cookies. They are super Easter cookies. I always used to cut the head off the lamb cake. That was always my favorite thing that I did. Did your mom make lamb, lamb cake? My mom used to make lamb cake all the time. That's what she used to make constantly. I love the lamb cake. Buttercream frosting on a pound cake. You can't beat it. It's amazing. I got a message from Tony and Tony sent in a, 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 a website called chicagovirus.com and it tracks all the COVID cases in Chicago. I wonder if there's a lot of other places that do that. Chicago and the rest of uh, Illinois so far has been doing really well. Um, J.B. Pritzker, who's our governor, uh, who I held my nose and voted for, has been absolutely really kind of amazing thus far as a governor, as far as governors go, he's really shown what true leadership is. And I never thought yeah. I would say those words about J.B. Pritzker. <laughs> we got a message from a couple people this week, and I'm not going to say from who, but they work in jobs that are essential. And they're, you know, some of them are delivery people. Some of them are people that work, um, you know, uh, in the front lines in different areas, uh, healthcare, and, and also people who work in grocery stores. <clears throat> And I just want to say to all you people, I hope that there is some compensation at the end of this rainbow for you. Uh, a lot of us get to sit at home and just be at home and be comfortable. And you, most people don't have to leave their house and, and go possibly get infected every day. And uh, the people who do, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you a hero because I think that that's worthless in a lot of ways. I think what you really need is compensation some kind of hazard pay of some sort because it's it's unbelievable that we're not willing to give that kind of money to people who are putting themselves in harm way harm's way very uh, way more than the rest of us who get to sit in our you know in our you know bitch about our tiny boxes that we have to stay <laughs> in but they have they, they don't have to have, I don't have to worry about anybody breathing on me today right 
We got a message from uh, from Dennis, and Dennis sent a message that just said love and support. And we he said we helped him get through uh, computer his computer science d- degree, and he recently became a patron. So we want to thank you, Dennis from Germany, for listening. It always warms my heart when people from other countries find our politics funny enough to laugh at. So. I know. I'm always surprised. <laughs> a, we don't get a lot of from Germany. So I'm yeah, always grateful yeah. from that from there. Yeah. Absolutely. So the last thing is uh, Aaron sent in a, an image and uh, this is actually a really funny image. So we're going to post it on this week's show notes. Check it out. Uh, this is episode 519. So uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We hope you come back next week to watch us on our live stream on Thursday nights. Remember, 9 o'clock live stream central time. And uh, we will be back next week with another full show. Hopefully we can find more uplifting things for you. And hopefully this was a fun change of pace. Let us know what you think. Send us a message. Uh, dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us, uh, you know, you can also tweet at us or you can send us a Patreon message. Um, there's lots of ways that you can you can reach us, but we'd love to hear what you thought about this week's show in comparison to the other ones and if this was a fun change of pace for you. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We'd like to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.